Romans chapter 1 verse 17 For therein is the righteousness of God revealed from faith to faith as it is written the just shall live by faith Romans chapter 10 verse 35 Cast not away therefore your confidence Confidence is another word for faith which hath great recompense of reward for ye have need of patience that after ye have done the will of God ye might receive the promise confidence faith then patience in order that we might receive the promise for yet a little while and he that shall come will come and will not tarry verse 38 now the just shall live by faith but if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him but we are not of them who draw back unto perdition but of them that believe to the saving of the soul in the next chapter verse 6 but without faith it is impossible to please him and here is exactly what we read if any man draw back my soul shall have no pleasure in him. It's a requirement to walk by faith, to live by faith. This uh, doctrine of faith is not a movement, it's a fundamental truth. It's what everything in the kingdom of God starts with faith. Faith in God, faith in His Word. In order to enter into the kingdom, even starting out in the kingdom, one has to go through faith. One has to have faith in God. And the word says, of course, in Ephesians, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not of works, lest any man shall boast. For by grace are you saved. For by grace are we saved through faith. Everything we receive from God, everything that has to do with the kingdom, everything that has to do with God, has to do with faith. Faith being confidence in God, in His Word, and in what He is saying and has said. Without faith it is impossible to please Him. God has no pleasure if we draw back from faith. God cannot do anything for us. Faith is something that He has given to everybody. Everybody has the capacity to believe. Everybody believes in something. It's automatic. And you cannot exist without believing something. Now, what we believe is a choice. And that choice is up to us. God will not violate that. God will not force His way. But He offers His way. And we are to receive His way. Jesus is the way. By faith. Saying, Lord, yes, I believe. Yes, I receive. Of course, it says in Romans 12, that He has given to every man the measure of faith. Every man that presents his body, we read in, in Romans 12, 1, it says, We present our bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is a reasonable service. We are not conformed to this world, but we transform by renewing of our mind that we may prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. And be not conformed to this world. The world system is to walk by sight. The world system is to walk by what you see and what you feel and what you smell and so forth and so on. But God's system is the faith system. But be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind that ye may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. 
So we prove and we try what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. For I say, through the grace given unto me, to every man that is among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to think, but to think soberly according as God hath dealt to every man the measure of faith. God has dealt to every man the measure of faith. Everybody has the capacity to believe. And we are admonished, we are commanded to believe in God. But it's a decision that is a free will decision. But if you are a born again believer, then you are going to receive what you need from God by believing God. Prayer alone will not do it. But the prayer of faith will do it. Prayer based on God's promises. Hebrews 11 here. We read in verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. It is the proof that what we cannot see. That is faith. Is the proof of what we cannot see with our natural eyes. Is still in existence in the spirit world. Why? How do we know it's in existence? We know it by faith. We know it by the fact that God has promised it, and we have received it. As we prayed, we believed, and we received it. Therefore, it exists. And it will be birth. It will come forth. It will be manifested in the natural realm, and everybody will be able to see it. We go on to uh, Mark eleven twenty-two, where it says in the Greek, Ihite pistin theo. Ihite means have. Pistin meaning faith theo, meaning God. Have faith God. Which if we translate it to English would be have faith in God or have the faith of God or have God's faith or the God kind of faith. That one sentence can be translated all three ways. God wants us to have faith like He has faith. We are created in His image. We are to operate in the earth as He operates in the heaven. By faith. Everything by faith. We are to operate like Jesus operated as He walked in the earth as a man. Now He is a man in the heavens. In heaven. And we are His body in the earth. And we are to operate in accordance to the head. He is the head of the church. And everything that Jesus did was by faith. He declared who he was by faith. He prayed for the sick. He healed the sick. He raised the dead. Everything by faith. He was baptized by faith. And his life was a life of faith. He gave his life by faith. As an offering a sacrifice for our sins. He as a lamb without spot or wrinkle. He did that by faith. He had no sin. But yet he accepted the guilt, the sin, the transgression, the iniquity, the curse, the sickness, the lack, the hardship, all the, the consequences of sin. For the wages of sin is death. He even accepted death. He took death. And he conquered death. He conquered sin. He paid the price for sin with death. And because he accepted our guilt, he took our debt. And because he took our debt, he was 
he had to pay it. And the price he had to pay was his life. And he gave that life, a perfect life. He took our sin. And because of this, we today can have his life. Glory to God. Let's read from uh, Mark 11:22. Have faith in God, or like it says in Greek, have the faith in God, or have God's faith. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Faith and saying goes together. Therefore I say unto you, What things ever ye desire, when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and ye shall have them. Based on the word of God, we can pray the prayer of faith. And when ye stand praying, forgive, if ye have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. For if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive your trespasses. Forgiveness goes together with faith, without forgiving others, our Heavenly Father will not forgive us, and our faith will be hindered, our faith will not operate, our claim to the promises of God will not operate. Everything starts with forgiveness, everything starts with purification from sin through accepting the blood as, as the price for our souls and for our lives. So faith is the proof that what we don't see with our natural eyes is still in existence. Another analogy is the Word of God is likened unto a seed. We we'll read about that over and over in Scripture. We we'll read about the seed and the sower. The seed of the Word of God. How the sower sows the seed of the Word of God. Once we accept our healing, for instance, based on the Word of God, which says, clearly states that by his stripes I was healed. 1 Peter 2.24 Himself took on firmness and bare our sicknesses. And by his stripes we are healed. He has done this for us. And I accept this by faith. Now I have the seed of healing in my spirit. The healing might not be manifested right away. It might be manifested right away. It might take a while. But the seed of healing is in my spirit. And that seed will begin to work in my body. And that seed will produce healing. It will drive out the sickness. It will recreate members in my body. It will recreate things that are lacking. It will drive out things that are destroying sickness and disease, which does not come from God. The Word of God says in John 10:10, 10, 10, The thief cometh not, but to steal, and to kill, and to destroy. I am come that ye might have life, and that ye might have it more abundantly. Once we take something by faith, we have it. And we just need to protect it and keep it. Keep saying what we're believing. Keep confessing what we're believing. What we desire when we pray, believing we have. We read that in Mark 11:24. We continue reading from Hebrews 11. Verse 2, For by it, that is faith, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. God framed the worlds by speaking in faith. 
God framed the worlds through faith, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. Nothing existed. But God had this image in Him. And He wanted to create the worlds. So He spoke the word. He released His faith. And through His faith, things appeared that did not exist. Then we have examples in verse 4. By faith Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead yet speaketh. Abel offered a more excellent sacrifice. Why was it more excellent? Because it was an offering of faith, and the offering that Cain brought was not faith. It did not please God. And Cain, he hated Abel to the point that he killed him. The same thing today. Abel and Cain were from the same family. Sometimes in the church, religious people will persecute people that are walking by faith. Even in Jesus' day and age, the greatest persecution Jesus received and resistance was not from the sinners, not from the harlots or the drunkards or the gluttons or the, the robbers and the thieves and the murderers. No. The hindrance, the main hindrance he received from the religious people, the Pharisees and the Sadducees, and those that claimed that they were gods and they were obeying God and living for God, yet they hated Jesus that walked by faith. Abel walked by faith and Cain hated him and killed him. And uh, the people around Jesus hated him to the point they ultimately killed him. Of course, he laid down his life. And he's, he gave his life for the world. And they could not have killed him unless, unless he had laid down his life. We need to walk by faith. And not be surprised if the people around us that will not appreciate what we are doing. But God will appreciate it. And we will receive from God as a result of believing God. Verse 5, By faith Enoch was translated, that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him. But before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Enoch walked with God at the top of the church. And he pleased God. Why? Because he walked by faith. We cannot walk with God without walking by faith. We cannot receive from God without using faith. We cannot live for God without faith. Faith is to believe what we cannot see with the natural eyes is still existence in existence. Faith is to trust and have confidence in what God has said is true. Simple. Everybody can believe. Sometimes in the nations they have the least education. Seems like it's the easiest for the people to believe. They have not been trained in unbelief. They have not been trained in religion. Therefore they just receive the word of God. And take God at his word and miracles happen. And God is able to perform that which he desires to do in every person's life. But faith is simple and everybody can believe. Just trust God. Have confidence in God. And he will bring to pass what he has promised. But we need patience like we read before. And just like as, as the, the mother-to-be has to have, wait for nine months Sometimes we have to wait for an extended period of time. Sometimes it happens quickly. But as we read in Hebrews 10.36, we have need of patience, 
after we have done the will of God what is the will of God we have received the promise by faith or we have done what God has asked us to do we have believed then we have to have patience so that we can receive what is promised the pregnant woman has to wait until that child is born after nine months or so that child would be born if you keep believing God and waver not and you have patience and you give praise to God what you cannot yet see but you believe certainly it will be born certainly the answer will come certainly God cannot lie he is not a man that he should lie he cannot change his mind regarding his promises what he has promised he will certainly do let's continue verse 6 but without faith it, it, it is impossible to please him it's impossible to please God for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him God rewards us as we diligently seek him with all our hearts there has to be diligence there has to be a hunger there has to be a desire there has to be a commitment not just by the way God I have five minutes now give it to me no you have to commit you have to show that you appreciate God you appreciate his promises you appreciate his word by faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet moved with fear prepared an ark to the saving of his house by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is by faith Noah was warned of God and he believed God and this man he begins to build an ark for 40 years or so he preached the word of repentance nobody believed him except his family eight people altogether and they were the ones that were saved so God will always speak but we have to receive what God speaks in order for God to be able to save us from the way from destruction and death verse 8 by faith Abraham when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance obeyed and he went out not knowing whither he went Abraham received the word from the Lord and God told him to leave his family leave the place where he was to receive a promise an inheritance he obeyed but he did not know where he was going to go so many times God has spoken to me to do things to leave things I remember when I came to the United States I didn't know what I was going to do here I did not know how I was going to live how I was going to make money support my family where I was going to live and from day to day I did not know I had to believe we had to believe as a family we knew God had sent us we knew we were here for a purpose but we had to believe and then God showed us step by step little by little Abraham was shown by God what to do little by little but when he left he didn't know so he had to leave by faith maybe God is asking you to leave something by faith maybe God is asking you to to do something by faith but you do not know you do not know what is on the other side you do not know if you step out if the water will hold you up so to speak when Peter was told by Jesus to come out on the water but if God has given you a word step out like Abraham step out even if you don't know God will sustain you 
God will lead you. God will show you piece by piece as you believe Him, step by step, as you believe Him and acknowledge Him. This is what it takes to walk with God. It takes faith. Verse 9, By faith Abraham sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. He looked into the unseen. Abraham looked into what he couldn't see with his natural eyes. He looked at the promise. He looked at the city which had foundations. Foundations built on God's word. A city built by God. Verse 11. Through faith also Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. Therefore sprang there even of one, and him as good as dead, so many as the stars of the sky in multitude, and as the sand which is by the seashore innumerable. These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off, and were persuaded of them, and embraced them, and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims in the earth. Abraham received the promise by the Lord. He received the promise that he was going to be an heir when he was unable, and when Sarah was unable. First God called him out what I were, and then God said that he had made Abraham a father of nations. His name then was Abram. But God took his name, which is Ha. God took his name and put in Abraham's name, and Abram became Abraham. And that means father of nations. Through faith, Abraham received the promises. And this was something that he had to do in order to obtain promise. He had to step out. And we can also read in, in Romans 4 about this, Abraham, how wonderfully God led him, and how wonderfully God made a covenant with him. And it's all by faith. Romans 4, verse 9. Cometh this blessedness then upon the circumcision only, talking about the Jews, or upon the uncircumcision also, the non-Jews, the nations, for we say that faith was reckoned to Abraham for righteousness. How was it then reckoned? When he was in circumcision or in uncircumcision? Not in circumcision, Paul says by the Spirit. Not in circumcision, but in uncircumcision. He's saying that Abraham was justified and made righteous before he was circumcised. Verse 11. And received the sign of circumcision, a seal of the righteousness of the faith but he had yet been uncircumcised. So the circumcision was a sign of his righteousness, not the reason for his righteousness, which he had yet been uncircumcised, that he might be the father of all them that believe, though they be not circumcised, talking about the non-Jews, the nations, that righteousness might be imputed unto them also. And the father of circumcision to them who are not of the circumcision only, the nations again, the Gentiles, 
but who also walk in the steps of that faith of our father Abraham, which he had been yet uncircumcised. Verse 13, For the promise that he should be the heir of the world was not to Abraham, or to his seed through the law, but through the righteousness of faith. The righteousness of faith. The righteousness that comes by faith. Verse 14. For if they which are of the law be heirs, faith is made void, and the promise made of none effect, because the law worketh wrath. For where no law is, there is no transgression. Therefore it is of faith that it might be by grace. When I grew up, I heard a lot of preaching about grace. Grace, grace, grace. And thank God for grace. How do we get into the grace? By faith. For by grace are we saved through faith. Verse 16 again. There it is of faith, not be by grace. Faith is a grace, and grace is by faith. That go together. To the end, the promise might be sure to all the seed, not to that only which is of the law, but to that also which is, which is of the faith of Abraham, who is the father of us all. Verse 17, As it is written, I have made thee a father of many nations. God is saying, I have made you a father of many nations. He's saying this to Abraham, while he doesn't even have one kid, not even one child. He's saying it to Abraham when he's 75 years old. And Sarah is 74 years old. And they never had any children. You are a father of many nations. That's what God is calling him. Before him whom he believed. Even God. Who quickeneth the dead. And calleth those things which be not as though they were. God called forth. Out of Abraham. He said you are a father of many nations. When he was not. In the same way we can do. And we should, according to the word of God, call forth those things that be not. Verse 18. Who against hope believed in hope, speaking about Abraham, that he might become the father of many nations, according to that which was spoken, so shall thy seed be. Verse 19. And be not weak in faith, he considered not his own body. Sometimes, you know, the enemy is going to attack human race, humankind. All over the world, people today are sick and their bodies are deceased and they're bound. But the Bible says here, Abraham in his case, his weakness was he was unable to father a child, at least with Sarah. And when he was 100 years old, certainly he was unable in the natural to father a child. And be not weak in faith, but he was not weak in faith. He considered not his inability to father a child. He considered not his own body now dead. When he was about hundred years old, neither yet the deadness of Sarah's womb. From a natural point of view, they were unable to have children. He staggered not at the promise of God through unbelief, but was strong in faith, giving glory to God. How could he be strong in faith? How could he be strong in faith when he was unable, when Sarah was unable, she had gone through the uh, change of life. And she had never been able to have any children. How could he be strong in faith? Because he looked to the promise. He didn't look to his body. He didn't look to the impossibilities. But he looked to the promise. He looked to God. And this, because he looked to God, he was he'd been 
fully persuaded. He focused on the answer. He looked positively at the situation. The glass was half full, not half empty. He looked positively at the situation, being fully persuaded that what God had promised, he was able also to perform. Abraham said, I don't care how it looks. I don't care if I'm 100 years old. I don't care if Sarah is 99. I don't care if I'm unable now to father a child. I don't care if Sarah is unable to have a child. No. I'm going to believe God. And Sarah, me and Sarah, we're going to have the promise of God. We're going to have the promised son. And then it says in verse 22, And therefore it was imputed to him for righteousness. He became righteous because he believed God. Not only did he become righteous, he became a father. Verse 23, Now it was written for his sake, it was not written for his sake alone, that it was imputed to him, but for us also to whom it shall be imputed, if we believe on him that raised up Jesus our Lord from the dead, who was delivered for our offenses, and was raised again for our justification. Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, by whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand, and rejoice in the hope and the glory of God, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations worketh patience. 